最佳听众互动奖得奖的是 First Story 等等，还有一位是 First Story 和 Discord 共同得奖。First Story 最新推出的 Discord 整合功能是为听众管理新标杆，将拥有会员资格的听众自动加入 Discord 群组。这不仅减少创作者的负担，也为听众带来丰富的互动体验，获得全台 Podcaster 一致肯定。体验这个惊人的功能，立刻点击叙述栏链接，让你与听众互动更上层楼。U.S. President Joe Biden met with Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese at the White House on Wednesday. After the high-profile meeting, the two leaders issued a joint statement. They reaffirmed the importance of maintaining peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait. They stressed their opposition to any unilateral change to the status quo and urged a peaceful resolution of cross-strait issues. We want a peaceful and secure、uh, region, but we want one as well that's based upon the rule of law and where national sovereignty, including、uh, issues such as the South China Sea and, and the, the right of passage in that important. Uh, waterway there, the East China Sea, the Taiwan Straits, is respected. In a joint press conference, Biden said Australia was a critical partner. He said the two sides shared a commitment to upholding freedom of navigation and other international rules of the road. Biden emphasized the role of Australia as well as other Quad partners, India and Japan, in ensuring the freedom and security of the Indo-Pacific. DPP presidential candidate Lai Qingde returned to his hometown on Thursday, making a visit to the Jinshan and Wanli area of New Taipei. Speaking to reporters there, he responded to Beijing's recent criticism of him. China's Taiwan Affairs Office has referred to him as a Taiwan independence liar and a hoodlum to the extreme. Lai said that such remarks were damaging China's international image and dignity. He said that name-calling was not conducive to regional stability. On a visit to Jingshan, New Taipei, Lai Qingde stopped by Chuntian Temple, where he had gone to often as a child. He prayed to the gods for a smooth election season. But on the other side of the strait, Beijing is continuing efforts to undermine his campaign. Lai Qingde is now moving from Taiwan to Taiwan. Lighting that has evolved from being a Taiwan independence madman to a Taiwan independence liar. Light trumpets Taiwan independence while waving a flag for peace. He is a hoodlum to the extreme. Taiwan independence will bring about war. So how can there be peace? The Taiwan issue is China's internal affair and is not an international issue. This approach damages China's dignity and its international image. These verbal attacks are just like their intimidation tactics with aircraft and vessels in the Taiwan Strait. They are not conducive to regional peace and stability. I hope China will reconsider. Lai moved to appeal to Beijing, which has continued to disregard Taiwan's sovereignty. China's patriotic education law will take effect on January 1, 2024. It includes measures that are supposedly to be implemented in Taiwan. Chinese law is without the right to oppress Taiwanese people. 
Chinese law does not apply in Taiwan. That's common knowledge. If China wants to unite the Chinese people, it should first consider human rights and give people their freedoms back. You can't get unity by passing laws and reinforcing controls. That's like trying to get a fish by climbing a tree. It's futile. Lai urged China to face reality, saying that verbal attacks and intimidation would only push Taiwan away. China's capital flight is speeding up, according to China's currency regulator. Banks sent a net 53.9 billion U.S. overseas on behalf of their customers. That's the biggest monthly outflow in seven years. According to one Taiwan expert, Jimmy Wang, the main contributing factors are the U.S.-China trade war and Beijing's national security laws. He believes the exodus will worsen and that China's economy is on the brink of collapse. Apple has already set the goal of ensuring that 20% of its parts are not made in China. But it's not only that, it's not just Apple. For instance, major firms like Google and Amazon are all becoming reluctant to manufacture in China amid U.S.-China trade competition. Today, it's not merely the fact that manufacturers are abandoning China. Even procurement in China is on a decline. It's a double blow. More companies are going to choose to leave China, and China's economy will become stagnant. What's even more frightening is that 38 billion yuan were exchanged for U.S. dollars, which indicates that even Chinese investors are leaving. With China's economy faltering, the closely intertwined Hong Kong is seeing the ripple effects. The city's foreign banks' investment firms, tech companies, have also been beating a retreat. For four years in a row, the number of U.S. companies operating in Hong Kong has declined, falling to a 19-year low last June. The tourism industry is facing a transition as more and more visitors come to Taiwan from Southeast Asia. By contrast, fewer visitors are coming from China and Japan. A shortage of tour guides who can speak Southeast Asian languages is fueling a shift in priorities. Experts are holding more training events for guides who can speak Thai and Vietnamese. They're also calling for rules to be relaxed on who can take the official training for national tour guides to make it easier for new immigrants of Southeast Asian heritage. Since the pandemic, there's been rapid growth in the number of tourists coming to Taiwan from Southeast Asia, but few tour guides have appropriate language skills. Some travel agencies can't take on such clients. Visitors from Vietnam, Indonesia, and even South Korea have grown 20 to 30 percent. So obviously there aren't enough tour guides. Even if a group comes to us, our agency can't take them on. So how big is the shortage? This year, to the end of September, 46,000 people got certified as official national tour guides. Just 174 of them speak Thai, and 168 speak Vietnamese. But since the pandemic, tourists from those countries grew 30 percent. Experts think there is a Vietnamese-speaking guide shortage of 25 percent and a Thai-speaking guide shortage of 10 percent. The majority of tour guides work in Mandarin. But those 35,000 Mandarin-speaking guides are facing a shortage of clients. 85% have no groups due to the Chinese ban on travel to Taiwan. Global inflation rates and the depreciation of the yen have also turned off Japanese travelers, and work has halved for Japanese-speaking guides. 
Although we have more than 100 tour guides making up the shortfall this year, we want to keep on holding training events so that within the short term, within two or three years, we can rapidly make up the difference. There are more candidates taking the tour guide exam next year. I think we can resolve this problem quickly. Experts say a lack of language skills is just one facet of the issue. They want criteria for certification to relax, to allow new immigrants and international students to take the exam. That could go a long way to rebalancing the post-pandemic tourist market. A Nantou father has pulled out all the stops to make an amazing Halloween for his son. Mr. Chen created a replica Gundam outfit for his young child as a Halloween costume. The astonishing homemade suit of armor took six months of hard work. It follows a similar project last year for a video game character. But how can he possibly follow Gundam next year? Let's meet the family to find out. Shield in hand, sword in the other, this formidable figure looks like a skyscraping robot. But in fact, it's a child in costume. Sweet little boy puts on layer after layer of armor, transforming into a mobile suit Gundam character. The suit is 100% convincing, complete with blinking lights on the helmet. I saw the kids' dads making the costumes themselves, and now I have my own child. I thought if I'm going to do Halloween, I want to make a Halloween costume by hand for him. Mr. Chen made this Gundam suit all himself as a Halloween costume. The resident of Cao Twin Township, Nanto, has been putting his craftsmanship to the test over the last six months, making this impressive suit of armor out of polyurethane. When he finished it, our son loved it. He thinks it's cool, awesome, different to other kids' things. I'm very envious. We just bought something simple, a ready-made costume. The year before, Mr. Chen created a similar costume based on an online game. The two handmade Halloween costumes brought a lot of joy to their owner. Mr. Chen has promised to make another costume next year. His little boy told us he hopes it's Spider-Man. Taipei has adopted the use of artificial intelligence in public schools' education. In a first-of-its-kind initiative, Taipei has launched a cloud-based AI-assisted curriculum for use at elementary and junior high schools. The curriculum uses AI to answer student questions and to help children practice English speaking and listening. It helps teachers out too, by grading papers, writing test questions, and giving insights on each student's learning journey. The children swipe and tap away, each engrossed in a tablet. They're not playing a video game, but participating in a digital lesson. Taipei has become the first of the six special municipalities to incorporate artificial intelligence into education. If there's something I don't understand, I ask AI. The AI-assisted teaching system has three main features. Besides answering students' questions, it can also help kids practice their English speaking and listening. It can also analyze user data to assess each student's progress and produce customized learning materials. I think that children today are quite tech-savvy. That helps save a lot of time when they're entering information. 
At the same time, this tool lets teachers cut down on the long lectures on stage. Through these interactions with digital media, they actually have more fun when learning. AI assistance doesn't just benefit students, she says. AI can help teachers write test questions and review essays, greatly enhancing work efficiency. By spending less time making manual corrections, teachers can give each student more individual attention. This lets all students learn independently after class to have that opportunity. On the teacher's interface, teachers can see the whole class, can see every student's educational progress. We want to help students learn more efficiently, happily, and intelligently. I think that's our main goal. Generative AI is bringing sweeping changes across the globe. In Taiwan, Taipei is pioneering its use in cloud-based online courses. Last month, 17 schools were invited to test the curriculum, which officially launched on Thursday. All primary and junior high schools citywide can now adopt this new learning paradigm using AI to support education. The Double Eleven shopping holiday is just around the corner. E-commerce platforms are already slashing their prices to attract customers. Shopee is offering 3,000 NT off for purchases above 3,000 NT. Over at Yahoo Shopping, products are 50% off site-wide. Consumer electronic brands have also launched offers of their own, with 50% off on vacuum robots and 86-inch TVs. Sitting on the floor, she swipes her phone and the vacuum robot leaps to action, sweeping and mopping to bust the dust. With an appliance like this, cleaning the house is a breeze. And it's 50% during the double 11 shopping holiday. She turns on the TV, which boasts 4K resolution and a 120Hz refresh rate. This super large 86-inch screen is also half off. There's also this 6.5-liter air fryer big enough to cook a whole chicken. If you want a smartphone instead, you can grab the flagship for 10% off with a power bank thrown in for free. In the first half of the year, there wasn't clear growth. As you probably all know, there was more consumption in travel than in consumer electronics, so consumption in electronics wasn't especially prominent. But in the second half of the year, momentum has picked up. So we are cautiously optimistic about this double 11 sales period. With post-pandemic travel in full swing, the double 11 shopping season faces stiff competition for dollars. To attract customers, one e-commerce platform is offering rock-bottom prices, such as brand-name vacuum cleaners for 42% off and vibration plates for 63% off. On top of that, spend 11,111 NT to get a discount of 1,111. We're offering bargain prices of up to 62% off at our online and physical stores. We expect sales to be 20% higher than last year's. Big brands like Xiaomi and 486 Shop are pulling out all the stops. Shopee is offering each customer 11 coupons for free shipping, as well as a discount of 3,000 NT for spending 3,000 NT. All combined, customers can save an average of 89%. Yahoo Shopping is 50% off site-wide. It's also giving out 330 NT in virtual credit for spending 3,000 NT in one day. Meanwhile, PC Home is handing out discount coupons every day, and electronics are as much as 66% off. With such good deals, it's time to get spending.
With the fast-paced and busy lifestyle of Taiwanese office workers, gyms catering to busy office workers are on the rise. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang takes us to a gym that offers 45-minute high-intensity training sessions. Machines are arranged in rows, with a trainer leading the class at the front. Other coaches walk around the studio to assist students correct their posture. In the workout studio, a series of TVs are mounted on the wall. It allows gym goers to monitor their heart rate, the total calories burned, percentage of their maximum effort, and number of sets to go. This gym specializes in functional training, high-intensity training, and circuit training group workout sessions for busy office workers. In each class, students will perform a combination of strength, resistance, cardio, and hybrid exercises. I have always enjoyed working out. I am an office worker, and I hope to be able to exercise very quickly and effectively. My company is nearby. I have been looking for gyms nearby. I have been here for almost a year. My muscle endurance, my posture, and my muscle mass have all increased significantly. My uh, frequency of exercise went way up. So now I do about five times a week. Um, but what's really great about here is you just come, kind of shut your mind off, and then they plan everything for you. They help you clean up too. Okay, because The courses here are different every day. There are weight training and aerobics courses. The past six months have been very helpful because it will make you want to continue to exercise. This gym is a franchise of an Australian gym. The Taiwanese branch located in Taipei was founded by Justice Hua, a Singaporean who moved to Taiwan when he was 10 years old. After graduating from high school, he moved to Singapore to study and work for a few years. After working as a software engineer, he decided to move back to Taiwan to follow his passion. He founded a branch of this Australian gym in Taiwan in November 2021. I started to get into this fitness trend and I lost a lot of weight, uh, started to uh, eat healthy, uh, work out really often. I felt good about myself. And at the same time, because um, I was kind of bored with my job, I didn't really know what to do, uh, kind of felt stuck a little bit in my career as well. And when that happened, um, I took the very, very bold move of just uh, taking out all my savings and investing in the gym uh, to help change lives because my life was changed. Uh, most people today, they don't have an hour, two hours, three hours to spend in the gym. They want to get results fast. And so we do that in a high-intensity setting with high energy. Besides being results and efficiency focused, the gym hopes to create a tight-knit community for like-minded fitness enthusiasts. I think that um, a lot of times for fitness, it's a very, um, it, it's already very challenging for people, for someone who is struggling with weight, struggling with their body image, struggling to get a good routine in to continue. And I think as much as we want results, which is super important, the main part of driving to that and the main way of getting results is by like joining a community where you change the environment around you, you change the people around you. Our main target audience is office workers uh, who are within the vicinity. They've had a long day of work, but they want they still want time to get a good workout in. Taiwanese office workers live a fast-paced and busy lifestyle. Gyms like this one are becoming increasingly popular among gym goers. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Hong Guo Kai in Taipei.